morning. It's the Tyler Glenn Show. TGIF, thank God it's Friday. And what a Friday it is going to be. Oh, my God, into a glorious, beautiful weekend. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Tyler Glenn, and this is the Beach Bunker. It's the Tyler Glenn Show, the show about food, fun places, and the mayhem of life. Good morning, Chad. Looking forward to today's show. Yes, I am too. Heather Prosek, we haven't been on a microphone together in 15 years. And she has moved to some major markets and had a lot of fun without me. But we'll have some fun together today and do a lot of reminiscing. Good morning, Quentin. Good morning, Fern. Good morning, Southern Manitoba. Let's get going. It's going to be a great day. It is going to be a nice, warm weekend. I hope you've got some steaks pulled out and ready for the grill this weekend because it is going to be gorgeous. Oh, wow. It's chilly this morning, but that is not going to last long. Good morning from South Dakota. Safe travels today, South Dakota. As we say, good morning, Southern Manitoba. Uh, your live shot of downtown Winnipeg and highways in Southern Manitoba there. Things are uh, generally looking pretty good. Show Lake looks nice and dry on the 16 there. We got spring-like temperatures coming, and it's probably a good idea. You have something to throw on the barbecue grill tonight because uh, it's, it's going to be great. I'm going to be hitting the patio. I don't care. I'm going to get my little barbecue fired up and some blankets out. I don't care. Cheers to Friday as we enjoy a coffee together. Thanks for a great week. This has been so much fun. You know, when the show ended yesterday, I just didn't want to turn it off. It, uh, it, it, really, it really was just a great, great week. Just amazing. On the show about food, fun places, and the mayhem of life, one of my favorite beach camps on the internet is going to be our beach break today. We're going to go to Hollywood, Florida. It's one of my favorites because it rotates. It takes us to the boardwalk. It's literally right on the beach. It's a beautiful cam. And uh, that's going to be at uh, at uh, every 30 minutes or so. We're going to take our beach break in Hollywood, Florida today. Now, food. Everyone's talking about the chicken Big Mac. We'll do the same in just a second. Uh, we'll get into that debate on whether or not it's going to be something worth trying. If it's uh, a disastrous move by McDonald's or is this pure genius on the part of McDonald's? And I'll tell you where I stand on the whole thing. Uh, I will try it. I mean, I'm that kind of person, obviously. Uh, but uh, we're also going to uh, do a deep dive into why McDonald's is is doing this and whether or not it's likely to succeed or not. Heather Prozac, again, like I'd mentioned, will join us after 8 o'clock this morning. After 7.30, we're going to take you along on the very first Starjet vacation. If you're new to the show and we don't know each other, and that is possible. When I was in radio for 15 years, we teamed up with a local travel agency and pretty much traveled, not the world, but basically the hemisphere from the Dominican Republic to the Bahamas, uh, Cuba, and I think almost every place you could possibly go to in Mexico. But it all started with a uh, a trip featuring around 30 people. Uh, 30 people came along on the very first Starjet. I believe it was 2006. Heather Prosak was my co-host at that time. And um, we, we took these people and we thought would be this experimental program to see, okay, do people really want to go on these giant group vacations? And in fact, it, 15 years after that, it was still going strong, quite honestly, and it uh, fluctuated between 50 and, and 125 guests every time we went on one. So it was it was a lot of fun. 
And uh, we'll take you on the very first one so that you can be familiar with Heather in case you're not. Because, uh, you know, 2006, God, that's coming up on 20 years. That's a long time ago. The Tyler Glenn Show website launches today at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Thanks to our partners at Dalba Graphics. Uh, that will go live today. And uh, it should make life a lot easier for a lot of listeners and viewers of the Tyler Glenn Show. There will be links there to all the stuff we've talked about, uh, special instructions on Twitch, uh, regarding Twitch, on how to get connected and so on that you can share with people who might be struggling with that. And uh, all kinds of fun content-related stuff will be on the website, which will go live at 4 o'clock this afternoon uh, at tylerglennshow.com. Today, today is the 3rd of March, and there is so many holidays to make mention today. So bear with me. It is Canadian Bacon Day. Now, someone mentioned this yesterday. Tyler, when is Bacon Day? Uh, We're going to celebrate Bacon Day in a big way. But today is Canadian Bacon. I don't want to say it's not real bacon because it comes from a pig and it's delicious. But it isn't your traditional form of bacon. It's back bacon, right? It's like a ham. All these years, you know, when I travel in the States I and I get like a a ham and pineapple pizza. Don't want to get that argument started, but... uh, when I get a ham and pineapple pizza, they're like, uh, "Like ham? You mean Canadian bacon?" It's oh, and they know they're Canadian bacon in the states. They really, it's a, it is definitely a thing. And I'm thinking, wow, why did why did we get that? Why why do we? Because when you say you're from Canada, it is a famous thing. Oh, okay, you guys have good beer, and oh, you guys have Canadian bacon. So I did some research, and apparently, it turns out, in the early days of North America. New Yorkers fell in love with what essentially was back bacon, as we all know it. And some entrepreneurs in Toronto said, hey, we can make some money shipping this stuff to our friends in New York. And they did. And it, it just no other American businesses at the time picked up on it. And so this incredible smoked ham, essentially, it is delicious. It's a great sandwich, became Canadian bacon. And the rest, as they say, is history. Kimmy says pea meal bacon is the best that's got so is that like a corn coating on it kimmy i think i've seen i i i'm you're you're gonna be shocked breaking news that tyler has not tried a type of bacon but i either it's unremarkable or i haven't had it because i can't remember pea meal bacon but if i see it in the store kimmy i am going to try it Today is also Blue Shirt Day. Dress in blue. Blue Shirt Day. It's Employee Appreciation Day. Dr. Bob Nelson, known as the guru of thank you, created Employee Appreciation Day in 1995 because he wanted to call attention to the importance of thanking employees when they do a good job. It has become a day when bosses and management thank and reward employees for their work with food, gifts, and special events. I'm going out on a limb. I bet you it'll be wall-to-wall celebration today, won't it? So hopefully, if you are uh, at a job where you are appreciated, they will take part in this, and you will see some appreciation today. It is Employee Appreciation Day. Uh, It's also I Want to Be Happy Day, also known as National I Want to Be Happy Day. It's National Anthem Day. I'm not going to dive into that topic because it's, it's, it's hot stuff, right? This is the show about food, fun places, and the mayhem of life. And the national anthem has been in the news lately in Canada, and uh, especially with a certain singer, and I'm just not going to touch it because everyone just gets upset. Jackie says, appreciation day at my work. Ha, 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 ha. 
I kind of figured. I went out on a limb, Jackie, and it's not just you. So, uh, oh, Canada, happy National Anthem Day. I don't mind it. I don't mind the I don't mind the anthem. I think it's nice. It's nice to have a song for your country, don't you think? No sense in being angry. Let's switch back to food. Hey, food makes everybody happy. It's National Cold Cuts Day. You know, it is our go-to in this family. Every Christmas, we get one of those big trays, one of those big cold cut trays. It is one of my favorite things of Christmas. It's when you order the tray and it comes with the cheese on it and it's got the pickles and yet you get those soft white buns. Oh, man. It is right up there. It is right up there with one of my favorite foods. I have to tell you, a cold cut tray. Just of like ham, salami, turkey, stuff like that. And it, it it's it's awesome. So we love you, cold cuts. Thank you for being part of our lives. Thank you for increasing our cholesterol from time to time, even though we don't need it. And you, you can have like the turkey roll and all that stuff. That's a little bit better for you. But it's National Cold Cut Day. Let's just all pause for the cause, shall we? No, I'm kidding. Uh, what I, it, I told you there's a lot of stuff going on today. Uh, it's National Day of Unplugging. Okay, we don't want to do that because then you don't have me. Let's let's enjoy National Day of Unplugging later tonight when we go to bed. Does that count? Because my website launches at four and I can't have you unplugged today. I'm sorry. I can't. We can't celebrate that one. We can't. We can't do that one. Um, it's National Moscow Mule Day today. Oh, that's my brother-in-law's favorite drink. A Moscow mule. Why this sticks out to me is the mugs that they serve it in. It's these copper stein mugs. It's National Mold Wine Day today. It is National Soup It Forward Day. It's been observed since 2018, a day to celebrate soup and sharing soup with everyone. There's a nice bowl of chicken. Is there anything better than chicken soup? Oh, the podcast about food and fun places and the mayhem of life. And sometimes on a cold day, all you need is a good bowl of beautiful chicken soup. Oh, my wife, Tracy, and my mother-in-law both make and me. I don't know. It's the Ukrainian. There must be dill or say, I don't know. There's something that I try to make chicken soup. No, it doesn't even touch what they can do. So happy, happy soup. Pay it forward soup day. All right. Uh, what else we got today? Uh, National Speech and Debate Education Day. It's National Peach Blossom Day. It's Talk in Third Person Day. What the hell? Talk in third person. Well, Tyler doesn't like that very much, that it's Talk in Third Person Day. And Tyler believes that if you are going to talk third person, you you deserve to get punched in the nose. Tyler is just kidding. Because Tyler is like, don't you sound like a psycho? If you start talking like that, well... Who who came up with that? That's stupid. But anyway, I keep you in the loop. I keep you in the loop. It's Epilepsy Awareness Month. Thank you, Kimmy. I should have had that yesterday being the start of the month, but you know what? Better late than never. Thank you for letting me know. It's World Day of Prayer. I appreciate any prayers. (laughs) Any and all prayers are accepted. Thank you. It's World Day of Prayer. And it's World Wildlife Day today. So there you go. That is your day today. And uh, as I said, it is going to be a nice, warm day. 
We are in for just a beautiful weekend, and what is really going to be beautiful is when we have access to the Chicken Big Mac. Uh, This is a big story this morning in the world of food uh, on the side of the border. Um, They have had this available in other parts of the world for quite some time. Uh, It is finally coming to Canada, and it will be here on Tuesday. Uh, The traditional Big Mac will now have chicken patties in it. Here's a, here's a commercial from India. This is, this is a commercial from chicken India where they have had the chicken Big Mac for a while. It's a big seller there. And uh, it, it looks really good. Like, let's be honest. It, it the, the chicken Big Mac looks pretty amazing in that commercial. But, you know, it's 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 amazing how they make all the, the food uh, taste awesome. Is this something you're going to try? Are you excited about this? What do you think about the chicken Big Mac? Now, for some people, they have done this for a while. Will you order it for me? I will, but I don't think they're going to do it. So this guy is experimenting. 100 bucks says they say no. I I was wondering if I could get a Big Mac, um, but can I get a chicken Big Mac instead of the beef? So this guy goes to the drive-thru. Looks like I lost $100. (laughs) He didn't think they would do it for him. Yeah, thank you. Big Mac special request. Look at that. Oh, you got a bucket of uh, curly fries there? Oh that. my okay. god, I love oh, her. Oh snap. Whoa. Something that's selling out in the UK, you can get here just by asking. That's how it's done. Look at and that. And I lost 100 bucks, so that's cool. <laughs> this is awesome. Oh my JP. gosh, it it does look good. So, um a couple of things the to keep in mind with the chicken Big Mac that is coming on Tuesday. The number one fast food chain, Kimmy says this new Big Mac won't fly in Canada. And Chad says it might just top the original. The biggest fast food chain in the United States right now is not Burger King, and it's not McDonald's, and it's not Subway. The most successful, the most powerful, the biggest, the most popular fast food chain in America today is Chick-fil-A. And they don't serve burgers. There is some genius behind the madness. And if you've ever eaten at Chick-fil-A, you'll know what I'm talking about. Now, the people have some questionable, they have some questions regarding their business practices with regards to religion and stuff like that. And I am not going to get into that because it's about food and the food is unreal. Like I had to try it because it's popular. And the first opportunity in the States that I went to Chick-fil-A, it completely knocked my socks off. Um, Very much like Popeye's Chicken. Uh, Popeye's and Chick-fil-A are two of my favorite places. I was very excited when Popeye's uh, announced that they were coming to my town. But Chick-fil-A continues to be dominant in the United States. And chicken is now, uh, chicken sandwiches are outselling uh, cheeseburgers and, and beef sandwiches. And that's just fact. You can Google it. So McDonald's uh, obviously has put their creative minds together. And when you think about it, this is this is kind of genius. Like when we were looking at the pictures of of the Big Mac, it it really does look good. I think I'm going to pull up some more pictures of uh, of of what it's it's going to look like. And, and I don't know about you, but every time I get a Big Mac, it does not really look. Oh, this guy's chicken Big Mac doesn't really look that good. Have a look at this here. 
you know, truth be told, I love the Popeye spicy chicken sandwich, and that all got uh, uh, international attention when people started getting into fistfights, remember, in the drive-thru, because they um, ran out of chicken or uh, they mixed up the order and, and people didn't get their chicken sandwich. I mean, they're very, they're tasty. They're really, really good. So I'm thinking, way to go, McDonald's. I think this could be a big move for them. And I'm kind of excited to try it, although the nostalgic part of me, you know, the eight-year-old that used to jump around on the McDonald's Playland birthday area is a little bit skeptical and a little bit um, nervous because I would hate to see something like the Big Mac go bye-bye and the chicken Big Mac replace it. But you heard it here first. I think that's a real possibility. I really do. Because you know what the star of the Big Mac is? It's not the buns. It's not the lettuce. not even the meat. It's that damn orange sauce they put on there. Some people call it Thousand Island dressing or whatever. I don't know about that. It is, um, it, it is, seriously, the, uh, it is seriously the star of the show, that beautiful orange sauce. So anyway, we uh, will wait and see what happens. And... Uh, We'll uh, watch for the launch of this Big Mac, the chicken Big Mac come Tuesday at McDonald's in Canada. Kimmy's already put in her vote and says that the new Big Mac won't fly in Canada. We'll have to wait and see. Um, From the bucket of the mayhem of life, uh, I'm sure that you've been seeing in the news this guy, Alex Murdaugh. This is out of the States, and this is a guy who... um, Killed his wife and killed his son, uh, shot them both. It's There's a documentary on Netflix involving the son and how he was in a boating incident when he was allegedly drunk. And this family, the reason that this is even news is because this family's super rich. They are super rich and they are super connected. And he had an opioid addiction and his whole life came unraveled, and then the, the the verdict came down yesterday that this guy was found guilty. Why am I talking about this? Because I can't believe who's weighing in on this. O.J. Simpson is in the news today because he says that he believes Alex Murdaugh more than likely killed his wife and son. He O.J. says, once a guy is a liar, you can't believe anything he says. Okay, O.J. Really? We're... What rock did you climb out of? Out from under. Oh my God. Go back into your little hole. How does he how does he have the money to even make a statement or go on the internet? Like that guy, I thought the families of his victims sued him to the point where he's got like one can, one candle, and one pillow. That's brutal. Oh man. Jackie, if that's not the coffee calling the kettle black. No kidding. Oh, I just that. So many people I super dislike, like hate, and O.J. Simpson, God. Oh, what a dick. That guy is just a complete asshole. Um, Let's take a look at the very first Starjet, shall we? Oh, man, these Starjet vacations, 15 years of them. And these these pictures come with a little, little word of warning because it was almost 20 years ago. I was a pretty skinny guy back then. T-Bombers going back to the Week Kings games. What's attendance like at the Week Kings games? Um, Tyler, oh, TGI, Tyler Glenn is fantastic. You're sweet. Thank you. Um, I'd love to know, um, because I haven't been able to kind of 
garner what the attendance has been like. I'll tell you, the Wheat Kings games are um, quite the entertainment, though, I'm hearing. Like, I'm hearing nothing but good things about uh, you know the entertainment value and stuff like that. But I'd heard that uh, prices for our local hockey team had gone up a little bit, and um, that uh, I was wondering if that had affected attendance at all. Um, my oldest son joined the military, so Saturday I drop him off at the airport. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <sighs> Somebody just said, as you can see in the comments, I'll read it for the podcast. My oldest son joined the military, so Saturday I got to drop him off at the airport as he embarks on a new career and a new life. Oh, man. It, I... My, uh, my heart is with you. I um, When my son moved to Vancouver, it was the worst part of the experience was saying goodbye at the airport. And um, airports are pretty magical places because the best part of the airport, as demonstrated by Winnipeg's hug rug, is that when you're standing on that rug and you look up at the escalator and you see a loved one come down from a long journey and you haven't seen them in a while, there are a few things in life that are as beautiful as that. And I'm speaking as a an old guy who's done a lot of fun and crazy and stupid stuff and, and you know, raised a couple of kids. That is, it's pretty amazing. But... Um, we're, we're thinking of you this weekend because, um, when I went to San Francisco, here's a funny story. Good morning, Jude. Um, so I'm coming back through Calgary and I'd gone down to San Francisco and visited with my Twitch friends. And, uh, I, I had to, I had to overnight in Calgary to catch my flight back to Brandon. And it was first thing in the morning, roughly this time. And I was coming into the airport, and um, I was I was walking towards the gate to catch my my plane to Brandon, and I was behind a set of parents, a, a, a mom and a dad, and their their son, who is probably eighteen or nineteen years old, and they were walking slowly. Mom is is visually um, upset, like not bawling or anything like that but you can see that she's she's not happy and she's uneasy and the dad is trying to be stoic and the son is walking with his backpack on and we're getting closer and closer to the gate and because of the way that the lines were set up i couldn't help but follow them through the airport to my gate and uh <laughs> there there became this bottleneck and you get to the area of security at the airport where you have to say goodbye. Um, you hang on as long as you can. And um, and then you have to give them a hug. Oh, geez. I can't. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to tell the story. Hang on a second. Holy geez. It's what happens in old age. God, hang on a second. This is a show. I'm not going back to this. This is what happened. This is what makes this, this story funny is that um, uh, so it, you can't go any further in the line and so mom that mom comes unglued she's crying dad is hugging him and i'm stuck i'm stuck between them and i can't get past so they're crying 
and and the son is like, it'll be okay. I'll call you as soon as I get there. And and mom doesn't want to let go. And she and I'm like, Jesus, can I just get by, please? Because I'm now I can't stop. I'm just like this this marshmallow child, you know. Because obviously we internalize everything. And I remember when having to say goodbye to David at the airport, and it was devastating. I, I don't know why you'd see him again. It's, it's going to be, but you just turn into this baby. But it, I didn't know these people. And so I'm trying to hide my face. It's like being in a movie where you, you kind of, you're, you're, you're leaking a little bit and you're just like, oh, Jesus. And I'm carrying my own bags and I can't get to my face. So I'm looking, I'm walking towards security, staring at the wall. I'm bumping into things. Uh, like literally bumping into those pylons that they've got as I'm getting close to security. Security looks at me like I'm drunk and I wasn't. I have gone through security many a time half cut, but this was not one of those cases. It was just that my eyes were filled with tears because of this family that um, got in front of me and I got all fr- flustered with it. And anyway, uh, I went through sec- He goes through security and I'm watching him and, and I was, you know, a, a couple people behind and then he got through and then he went over to the food court. And uh, I felt like going over and buying him a coffee and saying, hey, like, how you doing? I noticed your mom was kind of a wreck. It's OK. I'm a dad and everything's going to be OK. It's, everything's going to be. And, and I, I thought, OK, no, 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 no. Get back in your lane. There's a little voice in my head it says, get back in your lane. That's my thing. Get back in your lane. Leave the kid alone. He's fine. And he looked fine. But I can only picture that mom. Oh, God. Driving home, probably sobbing. And and dad wants to sob and do the same thing. But he's, you know, you could tell he's just like trying to hang on. Like, well, I got to be strong for my wife because I don't. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, best of luck uh, to you and your son. He's going to be great. Um Thank him and your family for your service, because when somebody in the family joins the military, the whole family serves. And so we love you. Godspeed. It'll be great. And, you know, what gets me through those goodbyes is uh, knowing that the hellos, the harder the goodbye, the harder the goodbye, the more beautiful the hello is on the other side. Okay. All right. Remember that. Now, (sighs) Let's go on a Starjet ride. Speaking of airports, we're going to introduce you to Heather Prosek. I worked with Heather for uh, around four years, five years. About half the time I work with Amber, um, but she gets the silver medal when it comes to my co-hosts over the years. And uh, she came. She was one of only two that came on these Starjet vacations with me and thus gets, um, the, gets an award. Her and Amber uh, get awards for, you know, uh, coming coming on these uh, uh, special trips. So let's go together. I will uh, introduce you to Heather. There she is having a cocktail right there with some of our star jetters. And like I said, keep in mind, this is 20 years ago, almost 20 years ago. Um, most of the people in this picture have not changed. Uh, the guy with the hairy belly there in the bottom right, uh, he has changed. That belly has grown. <laughs> That belly has been fed tequila. Yeah. So we went with about 30 people on this original Starjet vacation, and uh, it, it, is, it has been uh, an amazing ride. This is our this. Look at the baby faces. There's Quentin was uh, on the show earlier today commenting already. Look at the baby face of Quentin Durhack right there in the front row. 
Oh, man, the front row of the star jetty looks like just a little baby. And so there is our group. That is our group. We went to Puerto Vallarta, and uh, we took this group around, had just the most amazing time. You know, it's kind of like the original movies or original TV shows, or for that matter, original songs. The first one is always super special, right? Because you're always trying to get lightning in a jar, catch lightning in a jar. Look at how skinny I am. Oh, my God. Red drinks by the pool. Yeah, that tray was filled probably 20 times that time. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was... uh, Okay, some pigeons. I'm not sure why that picture is in there. There's Marlene and some of our original Star Jetters on Star Jet One. This was 2006. And I showed this picture earlier in the week, but it's worth showing again. The tequila girls... um, uh, my wife in the middle and uh, with the uh, the pink flower and Heather uh, is in the yellow flower and they're all having a little bit of tequila there. And uh, it was a lot of fun. There we are. God, look at how young we are. We're just babies. So there we are in the hotel lobby, the very first star jet. And it was so cool because at that time, prior to 2006, in the early 2000s, You needed satellite time to broadcast from anywhere. And we were one of the very first radio stations outside of Toronto or Montreal um, that that went to another country and were able to say, hey, we're live from another country. And um, it was pretty groundbreaking at the time, if I don't, you know, not to toot my own horn, but um, it we were one of the first. Um, they had done breakfast on the beach at Chum in Toronto, but they needed satellite time to do that. And we were uh, utilizing basically a very rudimentary technology that I'm using now. It's the streaming technology. But back then in 2006, streaming, like water stream, what does that mean exactly? And uh, it was the start of uh, like Facebook, I don't think was a thing or if it was if it was, it was so brand new. MySpace was really big. So this is this how far back we're going here. MySpace was the social media when this picture was taken. And I was probably 500 pounds lighter. That was it. So there she is trying to get a deal. There's Heather trying to get a deal from somebody. She's just, you know, trying to make sure she's not paying too much for jewelry or something like that. There we are doing some shopping. I've got look look at the camera that I've got there. That is like the old mini cam- that's tape. There's this is so long ago. There's tape in that camera, that video camera. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Remember tape? Jeez. What did we take? Were these taken on a Polaroid? That's how how old and how long ago this was. Uh, the uh, travel agency we were traveling with broke us into two teams, and we had like a friendly competition, and it got people to participate in in different activities that we were doing and we had a lot of fun team tyler and team heather and for the life of me i can't remember um who won but i think heather honestly of all her travels in different radio markets across the country i think she i think she still has that green bracelet i long lost mine but i think i think she she showed it to me one time I wouldn't be surprised if she shows up with it today here she is oh there's heather enjoying some time uh, at a restaurant that we, and then into the drinks. Of course, you, it's not a vacation of any kind. There's my wife and Heather 
on the street, drinking on the street in Mexico. God, I miss that. Isn't there something like drinking on the street in Mexico? Hey, look at that. Look at look at the curb. It's just rocks, just rocks on the curb. Enjoying a pineapple. Jeez. Yeah. And there's oh, there's a lucky star jetter. He's in the pool with a couple of lovely ladies. And there's there's the there's part of the group who are taking down more of those red drinks. Yeah. And then they went out. And I didn't because um I those who have traveled with me, I've got I'm really strict on my sleep and because I really turn into a bear if I don't get my sleep. It's insane. Um the new star Twitch Enterprise Travel Vacations. Get it done. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. Well, you just never know. You just really, you just really never know uh, what could be in the future. Somebody says, uh, Star Twitch Enterprise, travel vacations. Yeah. Well, and with this technology, you really can do the show from almost anywhere. We went to Cuba. Um, not on this one, but uh, speaking of historical, there were a lot of firsts that we did. Oh, there's Quentin. Quentin's on. Look at this. So the guy in the orange shirt is on the Twitch feed right now. I remember giving Marlene a haircut on the beach. And that photo was, yeah, no, I didn't put that photo in here. I think I've got it, but I didn't put it in the slideshow. But um, speaking of groundbreaking, Cuba actually allowed us to broadcast. We were one of the first. The NBC was there two weeks before us, and they were bragging about how it was the first time in North American or Western hemispherical history since um, Fidel Castro that somebody could broadcast live from Cuba. And I'm like, God, two weeks later, our little city and our little group is going to be there, and we're going to. And so we checked with the government, and they said, Yeah, go ahead, uh, you, you could broadcast. And I'm like, Wow, we we were broadcasting from Cuba, which. I thought was kind of cool too. Anyway, uh, there's Quentin in his orange shirt and the group, they went out to the bar. I'm a bear. So they, they went out, I believe it's like midnight, one o'clock and then stayed out. I think all night, I think, and Heather will tell us after eight. I think she was out all night. She, she showed up at the morning show and, and I'm not that, that she's not going under the bus on that. I'm saying, Oh man, that I haven't done that. And I'm kind of jealous. I wish I had that story to tell that I went out all night and then showed up for a morning show. I am just too much of a baby and I turn into too much of an asshole to really get that done. I just, there's something about sleep. It, my brain goes, oh God, and there she is. Yeah, I think I'll just fast forward. I don't know how that one slid in. There's a, there's more of the gals. There's more of the gals enjoying themselves. And then uh, Heather hurt herself, and I can't remember what happened here, but she sprained her ankle, I think, and she was getting some, some look at that, that's Mexican first aid right there. That's an uh, uh, ice pack of some kind. And uh, so she's hanging out with some fellow star jetters who helped her soothe her pain with a few drinks. And, uh, and then we had a cooking class. And to this day, this is a cool story. Pico de Gallo is that fresh salsa, like it's uh, got uh, cilantro. Look how skinny I am. Jesus, Murphy. Um, It's got tomato and cilantro and stuff like that. And uh, they gave us this cooking class in 2006. There's probably nine ingredients in Pico de Gallo. 
And I since this since this cooking class in 2006, I can make perfect pico de gallo and have hundreds of times. It's the only time that I was at a class of any kind and learned. Not only did I learn something, but it's crazy. It's kind of like knowing a great joke and you're at a party and it's really dry and and people could use a joke and you're like, you know, it's time to unleash the joke about the, you know, and then you let her fly and everyone laughs and blah, blah, blah. And you think, ah, and I had that on the top of my head. I could go to somebody's house. I could, I could get into your kitchen and if I've got, you know, some onions and some lime and some tomatoes, we can make pico. And then someone's got to run to the store and get some nacho chips. And it, to this day, is one of my favorite foods on the planet. Uh, the rest of the family doesn't like it because it's got cilantro in it. And people are pretty divided over cilantro. I had no idea. I love cilantro. It's unlike any other herb. Someone says it tastes like grass or it tastes like, I don't know. How do you feel about it? I like cilantro. I think it's great. Anyway. And there's a group where this is the broadcast. And this is kind of uh, when when we started putting people on the radio, on the star jets, you know, we uh, would just hand the microphone over and people would say, hey, I'm on vacation. It's nice and warm here and it's cold back home. And that was always a lot of fun. And uh, God, that just seems like a lifetime ago, man. And Heather enjoying the pool. And I believe that is very close to a group shot of our very first group of star jetters with the exception of the guy without a shirt on. I don't think he was part of the group. I think that was a drunk guy walking across the beach. He's like, Hey, what's going on? What do you guys say? And we're like, uh, we're part of a radio group. We're like down here doing like a broadcast. And we've got a group of people that we're traveling with. Hey, can I be in your picture? And we're like, oh, whatever, whatever. It's pretty, <laughs> we're easy. And he slid into the picture. So I wonder where he is today. Um, I don't know. Well, we'll never know. There's the resort. I'll look at the, the very first Starjet resort. And unfortunately, you know, when we uh, wrapped up those 15 years of Starjet, there was a real effort to go back to this resort. We wanted to go back to the place where it all started and have a big finale. We did end up going back to Puerto Vallarta. And we did end up driving past this resort. But uh, when we went in 2006, they had done just a complete renovation and it was absolutely gorgeous. And uh, it had it had um, how do I say this politely? It had been it. People had fun at the resort and they used it well. How about that? It it, it had been used well. And I think they may be ready for another upgrade. So we had to kind of pass it by, which was which was sad because we did have so much fun there. And then. There's the pack and the repack. I bought souvenirs. There's Heather. That's my favorite shot of the trip because she's she's overweight in her bags and she's trying. How many times has this happened to you on a vacation? And they're like, I'm sorry, you're overweight on your bags. And then you're like, OK, so then I have to take the crap out of my regular bag and put it in my carry on bag so that the regular bag is light enough so that you don't ding me. We went on one star jet where somebody decided to put their wet clothes their wet clothes in their sporting goods bag not only were the sporting goods too heavy i don't know if they picked up some new golf clubs on the trip or what 
But because they had put wet clothes in with the sporting goods, I think they were dinged four or $500 to get that stuff home. I'm thinking to myself, oh my, I'd lose my mind. baggage charge? Are you kidding me? So anyway, everyone's laughing, including Heather. She's laughing there. uh, And then, you know, we had some kind of delay on the flight or something. So there's my wife and Heather hanging out to close out the little slideshow to uh, kind of reintroduce Heather as we look forward to visiting with her at uh, just after 8 o'clock this morning. We had lots of uh, lots of fun in our four and a half years together on uh, the radio station in town, and uh, we'll catch up in the next little bit. So, yeah, it is. Uh, it's been a wonderful ride and a great time on the Starjet, and you know, I still run into Starjetters all the time, and it's just like one big family, and a few of them are on the uh, on the Twitch show, and uh, and will comment. So. Uh, let me know what you got planned for the weekend uh, on the uh, on the comments this morning. If you're watching the show, I'd love to know what you got planned. Something big, something small. Gonna love to hear it all um, because we're in for a beautiful weather weekend. It is going to be gorgeous. So get out and enjoy it. Have some fun. Get some fresh air and maybe get that barbecue grill going. It's uh, it's going to be a really really nice weekend. And coming up at four o'clock this afternoon. We will uh, launch our website, so everything that uh, we've been talking about so far on the show, and then going forward, um, you're going to be able to uh, see not only what uh, you had missed on the show, but there will be links to the content that we're talking about. Uh, And I love the fact that uh, I'm getting so many messages from people watching the show at a later date. And that's why sometimes you're going to see fewer comments on certain days than others is because... We all lead busy lives and work at different times. And just because the show is on from 7 till 9 central doesn't mean you have to be here from 7 till 9 central. It does if you want to comment, uh, if you want to be part of the show. We'd love to have you do that. But, you know, some people have been watching it over their lunch hour. And I talked to a person yesterday who makes this part of their prime time viewing lineup now. So uh, I, I appreciate that. Um, it, it just being part of the show and watching it whenever you want, when you are signed up and you're on twitch.tv uh this video will be there i believe it's for five days uh so you can get caught up in the show and again uh, it'll be easy for you to catch up by visiting the website at tylerglenshow.com and you'll be able to see all the stuff we're talking about and we've got uh, a big contest announcement coming monday so i'm really excited about that have a great weekend enjoy yourself i hope to see you back here on monday because we're going to unleash a real fun contest uh, for the first time, our first contest on the Tyler Glenn Show come Monday. Nice call. Look at, what I get do, it. do you have Bailey's? Are, are you Bailey? Are you bailing? Are you Baileying it already this morning? Mm-mm. Looks like you know Bailey's. I gave up alcohol. Did you really? <laughs> no, Joe. No. You should never give up. <laughs> I know. I worked with you long enough. Don't, to do don't give up, Heather. Don't, <laughs> don't give up. How are you? I am great. It's so nice to see you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for inviting me. Congratulations. Well, congratulations on this. Well, I thank you. It feels it feels weird to hear something like congratulations. Check in with me in six months. I might be I might be like doing the uh, the drive through work. Like what's his name? Ben Affleck. I'll be I'll be working yeah, well, with Ben which at isn't the time. He looks really happy. <laughs> he, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so it's great to see you. Where Can you tell me where you are? Or are you in a secret, undisclosed location? I wish. Wouldn't that be awesome? I'm in Winnipeg now. Okay. I go between Calgary and Winnipeg. So this week, I'm enjoying the sunshine coming in in my front window. And uh, yeah, I kind of go back and forth. I don't do morning show. This is the earliest I've been up in a long time. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Did you catch no, a bit okay. of the, Did you catch a bit of the show earlier? Curled you, my hair. I did yesterday. I missed this morning. You missed this bit. morning. Oh gosh. What did you do? Well, you're going to have to watch the refeed. So I showed my, many of the pictures of the very first star jet. You know, because as I mentioned yesterday, there are only two people that can lay claim to to like and you both need a trophy i'm gonna work on that getting you you and amber both trophies because you deserve it to have to spend a week with me and i think that amber deserves a bigger one because when you and i started it was new so you were just getting into it by the time she joined you were like you were good yeah yeah although that first we almost got kicked out of the we that never happened again. We almost got kicked out of the hotel the first star jet. I did. I I had three front desk phone calls that first night that we because you had that front yeah. um that that front yard thing that yes. was right against the pool area and you told how many people were on that. One? There was only 80? probably yeah, no the first like in total there was like thirty. Was that the first one? Yeah, the first one was maybe 30, 35. Marlene will okay. correct me, but I Seemed think it seemed like a lot more. But then you had gatherings that came to your front. <laughs> and we only had about 25 people till four o'clock in the morning. And the thing is, is that the resort, like other people that stayed close by came and partied with us. And the phone just kept yeah. ringing. And they're, Senor, Senor, you need to keep it down. Or we're going to have to <laughs> kick you out. And it's just like, oh, geez. Won't this be great? That's how you impress the travel agency that you're traveling with on this <laughs> no program, you know? Let's get kicked out of the hotel. You know what? I did one of those at another station after, and uh, I actually think those travel agents would have been joining you. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. You, I might want to connect the dots for you. And just to let Marlene Curtin off the hook, I mean, I at the duty-free shop, I bought like some... It was like an Everclear version of rum or something like that. It was really... It was not a kind thing to do, no. Because I, and then you know, me pouring drinks doesn't really, it, 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 it never trust me. I don't trust myself, and then all of a sudden, it, the things just went sideways. It was so much fun. We had a lot of fun. I do remember I would take the early morning shift if we weren't doing because there's only two days we didn't do the show, right. and I remember saying to you, "I'm just going to go up and change for dinner, and I'll come right back down." And people don't realize like when you're doing the show that early. And then keeping up with people to the evening. By midweek, you're like tired. So I don't know what happened, but I missed dinner and I passed out on the bed. Woke up going, what time is it? <laughs> you know why that happened. I got to just say, Amber says, oh, it's wonderful to see you, Heather. Amber or, uh, is watching the show. Love, you know, Amber and I were really close when I lived in Brandon. Before she that. joined this show. We used to hang out all the time. I remember that. I remember, we, Yeah, it was, it was crazy times. But I was showing the pictures and the club pictures came up. Do you remember the night at the club? <laughs> the foam party. I didn't. What I, a weird I, thing. I know. I didn't show the pictures of the foam party. Okay. Because that, yeah, I, although I could have. I mean, it's the internet, it so who weird. cares? I didn't want to embarrass anybody. You know, I didn't. No. I, it was because we were in bathing suits. You walk in and then we. Th- I thought it was just a club. And then weirdly, this foam starts coming from the ceiling. <laughs> 
Oh, you were, I forgot about that. And, and, and I had mentioned that, and you can confirm or deny this, but uh, this comes from a place of love and jealousy. If those two things can go together is that you guys stayed out all night and you came in and you came to the morning show and you're like, Tyler, I've, I was out all night. I'm like, are you you serious right now? That thing doesn't close. I was out all, that was probably the the day that you slept in. (laughs) I forgot about that. Oh, oh, look at Ziggy's on here. Remember Ziggy? Oh, good morning. Oh, Ziggy, hey. Yeah, good morning from Newfoundland. Oh, Oh miss you guys. Say hello to Heather. Yeah. Hello. You still keep in touch. That's awesome. Well, That's it went on for fi- it went on for 15 years and you know, it it just grew and grew and grew and it became kind of a monster. It took on a life of its own and um you know, I'd said earlier that I run into these people all over the place. It was just a, an it, it, the first few years were just a little bit warbly and we had to get our you know, had to get our bearings on how things work because it's yeah. a tremendous amount of work and coordination and people don't realize. No. It's the best thing to do if you've never traveled before and you're not sure about traveling to a resort because you were taken care of from the travel agents and then you had the fun planned every day. You didn't even have to think. Yeah, exactly. Which is good for me, Uh, except except for when it comes to like hooking up equipment and making stuff work. And that never like even in the last star jet, like we always had equipment issues because well, you they know, were old. It wasn't yeah. like this. It's like, what is this? Mo- it's a it's a dial-up modem, sir. What? A what? <laughs> <laughs> Take this cord, plug it into that, but that doesn't look like it fits. No, try it. And then we were at one resort where no English. Like I, I had three. And, and here's the thing. It was a beautiful, it's a five-star, super gorgeous, everything you could ever want. And no one spoke English. And I had three technical people, and I'm with my phone, Google, uh, what's that, Google Translate? And I'm like, this is Duolingo co- or something? Yeah, the cord doesn't, the cord doesn't match. And I'm just like, I hope this, and he's like looking at me. And then they gather around my phone, like, they're gathered around my phone, like, oh, look at this phone speaks Spanish. And I'm like, I, I have to talk to this so that you understand what I'm trying to say. Do you remember um, where it was? Which will call Mr. Ben. I, I, I think so. Yeah, because the further down you go, it's the language. Do you problem. still like bacon? Do I still like bacon? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that never went away. That never so, went away. You were always on the yo-yo diets. Yeah. Like, and me being 19, I didn't know what it was like to gain weight. Were you 19 then? I was 19 or 20. Mm-hmm. God. you. That was the first morning show I did. I was always so thankful. I was in Dauphin, Manitoba when you called me. Wow. Dauphin, Man- you went from pierogies to jalapeno. More pierogies. Yeah, to more pierogies. <laughs> and you kind of traveled. You So then you, you left Star. You went to Regina for a while and worked with some people that I worked with when I was there, which was really cool. It's such yeah. a, people don't understand that like the broadcasting industry is, is really kind of small, isn't it? It was so small. Yeah. So small, like we probably have worked with everyone or you're going to. Um, and I tried to get you to Regina. Remember that? Yeah. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, Much you fun. wouldn't come. Like, come on, Ty. <laughs> we could do it again. 
Oh, uh, Brandon just got, you know what, got me by the ankles, and it's the Star Jetters. Yeah. We'll just blame the Star Jetters. I just love them so much. that that's, No, you, you love Brandy. You did a great yeah. job with it. Uh, um, but the yo-yo dieting was the thing that I remember the most about working with you. Okay. Because you would go from dropping, and then you'd be like, mm, I'm over it. I'm going to have some bacon yeah. today. Yeah, totally. It's like- It would go extreme. But you know, the, the thing is, is that I- yeah, I can't believe I had any willpower back then. That's that's the power of youth. Because now it's just gone, and I think it's just because it's just I just it's gone. The willpower I don't have any willpower at all. Zero. It's gone. But in Hello. your youth, oh, Chad says hi, Heather. Good to see you both together again. Hey guys. Um. Yeah. So the willpower is gone. I yeah. I miss those yo-yo days, but in a way, I don't. Although you know, no, Starjet was kind of was for 15 years it was one of those things and as anybody that travels and you do you travel a lot mm-hmm. um and tracy can back me up on this is that when you're going when you're going to the beach you want to have your bathing suit ready yeah. presentation going on right yeah, and so no, it yeah. gives you it gives you, you had that, it you always had it it gave on. you the motivation well yeah like i was like the david hasselhoff of star jet <laughs> You know, com- yeah, complete something like complete that. with the cheeseburger drunk on the floor. Uh, Come on this way, yeah, guys. This let's go. I'm. Do you still have your your wristband? Your pink wristband? Yeah, I kept. I kept. I see. I told you that mine was a green one. I, I thought think, that was so special. Was it green? I just showed the picture. Yeah. It probably is. Or was it pink? It might have been pink. I don't know. I, I knew green, you kept. You yours. and I had different colors. Yeah, mine fell apart. Probably. <laughs> Mine fell apart. Mine looks brand new. With the yo-yo dieting, it just didn't fit my fat hand anymore. <laughs> yeah. I actually do remember you with a beer in hand every morning. Good oh. morning. Um, and then there was the time when we were doing the show together. And I don't know how it came about. And I kept this too, because I have this star stash. Star, star stash. Was really, okay. Yeah, it was a star stash. And in it, magazine cover that we were on. Do you remember when we were in Oh, models? God. Oh. Do you remember what magazine that was? It was, was like, um, it was a uh, farming magazine. Oh. And you were on the cover with me. They paid us to do that. And they paid I us know. well. I think that's why we did that. Because when you're doing these stupid shots, you think to yourself, oh, shit. You know, what's going to happen in 20 years when I'm old and fat and look back at these stupid pictures? I'm going to be able to say they paid us well for that. At least we got paid. I'll see if I can find it and I'll send it to you. Oh, God. Um, Oh, my God. This is something that needs to be seen. It's beautiful. Um, I think I'm holding a cat. I don't know where the cat came from in the studio. Oh, God. I do remember And Ty is holding a pitchfork (laughs) (laughs) with car hearts. Oh, you know, and it was, it's, it's so funny because Amber and I were talking about this yesterday. Um, you know, these great stories and all the ridiculous things we did, whether they be contests or billboards and stuff like that, those things just don't happen as much anymore. You're, you see, no. it's really, it's kind of sad and, and, and forgive me cause I'm old and, and, and old people tend to do that where they'll say, Oh, remember when, remember when, yeah, but we, they let us get away with a lot of stuff. They, they really you did. got away because you were the leader of the station. Well, true, but I mean, we still had a boss. And you know what? I'll tell you, Don Kill, if you've worked for Don Kill, you know, you uh, uh, you you step out of line. He's going to put you back in line. I, I went, which he did a few times. I went us. in the box a few times. I went in the <laughs> penalty box. Tweet into the penalty box, mister. Yeah, because good old Tyler, he'll make sure he pushes every envelope he can. 
Yeah. You are right about that. There was a uniqueness to that time. There was a doing it different, not the same. But I also think it depends on the personality now. Because I have some friends that are in radio that still push. Oh, well, that's good. Not even kidding. (laughs) Oh, no. Someone brought you the magazine. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, that's terrible. (laughs) Technical difficulties. How do I shut this off? How do I shut this off? Look at that dye job I had. I mean, look at you. Oh, my God. I'm a baby. I must have been 19, too. That's photoshopped. Oh, that it's a new gotta system be store. It's new not a system oh, store. Look at, look at this. Oh, my God. This is awesome. Oh, yeah, show the picture of you and the cat. That's that's the. Oh, it is on the front cover. Oh, okay. Yeah, where they hold on the front. See, and I don't Are remember. You, that. I remember looking I through this thing and going, that Ty's got a lot of coverage. Look at this. Oh, my God. Nordic Montego. Oh. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Say, so, yeah, who found that? Who is it? My dad came around the corner. Okay. All right. I was going to buy him a coffee the next time I saw him. He's not getting his free coffee now. <laughs> he probably went home, grabbed it from home because he just came in last night. I love it. Wow. I don't know how you guys found that. Nice. Nicely. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, back to the radio stuff. I do think it's it's specific to it's the industry. But there's a lot of people in the industry that I know, there's a few, I shouldn't say a lot, that are still pushing boundaries. That's good. But they're few and far between, as yeah, it's, you know. It's getting harder. It's just, it's yeah. getting, it's getting harder. And part of that's the industry. And part of that is, is really the society as a, as a whole and the me- and the medium, because it is a public medium and it's heavily regulated. And, yeah. uh, you know, kind of reminds me a little bit of of like the taxi business. You know, the taxi cab industry, they got to pay huge, huge cost for their employees and their insurance and their licensing and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden along comes this company that says, hey, I got a new car. I want to make some extra cash. Right. I think I'm going to take people around and they'll book it directly online. It kind of bypasses the system. And yeah. I think I really believe I think this is where it's going is that the online is the Uber of broadcast because not only are the creators tired of being shackled, I think listeners and viewers want to hear bullshit and asshole and, you know, bad words because we use them in real life. I mean, you well, get, I think they want to see a realness to people. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And so I, I think that this is, you know, this is likely where it's going. I hope it is anyway. My fingers are crossed. I think it is Twitch. This whole idea with Twitch, um, I'm not familiar with it. I just got on it because of you. So thank you. And it's cool. Like, look at you. You're you're the GM, salesperson, the on-air person. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of like radio now. I like, oh, that's a good one. That's very good. <laughs> My favorite job, though, is HR. Because after every oh. show... <laughs> After every show, I meet with the HR director, uh, Tyler. You were Tracy. You were, <laughs> yeah. You were being inappropriate again. But you know what? This is your twelfth warning. There's only been three shows. Twelfth yeah. warning. <laughs> oh awesome. man, I am proud of you. I think that's a, this is a oh. unique um, situation because. So, what are you doing? You're going six a.m. No, it's uh, from seven till nine. And what's really cool 
is that the way this is all set up is that um, so much of this actually happens later. So the live portion is from seven till nine. It's two hours and it's completely like a talk show, just completely live. And um, the neat thing is the data. That's the stuff I wasn't prepared for is, is after the show is done, I get like three report cards, little instant feedback. So um, for no matter what you do for a job, imagine you're uh, a plumber and you go and plumb someone's house, uh, you do yeah. a job. And then immediately when you say thank you, and you by the time you get to your car to put your toolbox in the trunk, you have on your phone what the customer thought of you, how they responded to you, um, whether or not they'd like to have you back. Bop, 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 bop. And yeah, I was like, wow. And then you get another one later. Because so many people consume it through the day, which is another thing I'm learning is that I'm getting emails and notes from people going, great show today. I just watched it on my lunch break yeah. or, um, you know, there's nothing. I watched you and Amber last night. Well, and, cool. well I got an, a note about that too. Like there's nothing on TV. And so I put Tyler on instead of, I don't know, Murdoch Mysteries. Well, I got and, rid of all my TV, right? I don't have TV in my place. So that's how I consume. Wow. Wow. So, so I guess, yeah, it's uh, so that it, and, and the data is really, really cool because eventually, um, you know, there, there will be businesses that are going to want to capitalize on it because, because the numbers are there. Like there's actual hardcore, here's your data, here's the numbers. And, you know, anybody that's in sales uh, knows that if you've got rock hard data to back up anything, it becomes yes. the easiest job in the world. You just say, look, do you, do you, would you like this? Because here's a whole bunch of people uh, and you can pinpoint the geography and how long they're here. And I, it's, it's amazing. It's so I did podcasting after I left morning uh, radio. I had no idea what podcasting is going to be. This is a lot more fun. Oh, that was the, my takeaway from the podcasting yeah. is that it was sent you these notes of people that were downloading it even a month later. And that's, what's going to happen to you. People yeah. just start watching it, enjoying it, and so do then you, continue downloading. Do you still have the podcast going? I don't right now. It just was, you know, it was a serious podcast because I was so curious. Oh, okay. And you helped me out with that. So thank you, by the way, with your audio and the golden sounds of Tyler Glenn. Oh, the golden sound. They had the process. <laughs> but I met some interesting people. I mean, it was really cool. And that was my takeaway is all the downloads coming from it throughout the day, throughout the month wild that's that's awesome so we you know we didn't talk about you so you're on the air in winnipeg right you're on the air yeah, in winnipeg yeah. hot 100.5 that is mid-days. awesome congratulations that Thanks. is awesome well done and it's weird to be in the middays and not getting up in the middle of the night because you never get used to that hour yeah so do you miss do you miss the morning run like did you get used to it eventually or did you ever get used to it? You know it? what? I Because when this came, this opportunity came, it's it, it's totally, I'm the boss from from head to toe. And, and they said, yeah. like, you want to do this in prime time, you know, or, or in the middle of the day, it's up to you. And I'm like, no, I've realized I'm not a 4 a.m. person, but I am kind of a 5.30, 5, 5.30 person. I just, there's something about um, getting into the, mix before people kind of get up and and you're kind of scoping out the world for people to say oh jesus this happened or oh my god this happened since you you know you went to bed type of thing so so that's my i uh 
feel the same way. I actually always get up at 5.30 and then I go back to bed. But there's always that moment that I'm like... I get up at 5.30 and then I smash my alarm clock. And then yeah. I'm, I'm like, who's doing that? No, yeah. internal. But I used to get up at 3.30, so it's much different. So I feel like I get to sleep in now. It's nice. When, it's I, nice. Was, when, I, when I was in San Francisco and I had the chance to meet uh, Hollywood Lamont and got to tour their radio station, uh, I think the, the 102.7 The Bone. And uh, he lived in San Jose, which is an hour's drive from San Francisco. He had to get up at three. He was up at three and then drove a full hour to get into the studio by just after four and uh, home at two in the afternoon. I mean, he's putting in and he's been there since 1988. He went from City FM in Winnipeg and he's been one of the nicest people on the planet, probably in my top five nicest radio people I have ever wow. met. You know, especially when he finds out you're from Manitoba, he feels sorry for you and he feels like, you know, you're, you're a charity case. There. Yeah. I think we take ourselves too seriously in the industry sometimes. Yeah. Um, that's my takeaway. But do I miss mornings? I don't want to say I ever is going to miss mornings, but I do miss getting up, finishing the day when people are just getting to work and you know, everything about the news you know everything about entertainment and you're like cool but also talking and getting the direct feedback like now it's text messages do you get a lot of texts um or is it all chats it's yeah a lot of dms like a lot of social media stuff yeah a lot of social which is fun to hear from people yeah direct, uh, direct info it's it's been it's been so good it's been so good so what's next for you what's going on what's on the horizon what do you got planned what's the big what's the big on the horizon so this is now a year not doing mornings uh i get to do a lot of projects i've always been curious about so i started a podcast i was always curious about a podcast and then through that i'm working with companies starting them up with podcasts nice so what happens is some of my clients right now they're bigger clients and their big thing is to get information out to their employees so instead of a newsletter they're doing a podcast oh, they'll bring an employee on that's so it's kind a, of unique that is a lot a of great background idea. work mm. that is and so cool then hot 100.5 i'm on from 10 till 2 and then i get to do a country station in saskatchewan called cat country oh i knew that uh, yeah it's, uh, that's steve huber that's huber station yeah that's oh, fun excellent and then I'm back and forth to Winnipeg and Calgary because my mom had a brain aneurysm. So family first, it's all about priorities. So that's allowed me for this year to just really focus on our family because that's important. And and how's everybody doing? Everybody's good. So good. Oh, that's yeah. great. That's so good to hear. I send them right. all my best. Lots of love. And so Thanks. do you do you so going to Calgary, like do you fl- are you on a plane a lot or are you driving? I like driving. Like, I'm a fan. Because, as you know. Sask- I just got one word, though. Saskatchewan. And I oh, I love Saskatchewan. Don't. I'm still a rider I fan. I love Saskatchewan. But Jesus, that drive, Heather. I love it. But <laughs> the best part of that Calgary to Brandon flight, I'll be honest, is you're looking down going, I love you. I love you, Saskatchewan. But holy shit, that's a, ba- that's a bad drive. Oh. Okay. So, as you know, I lived in Regina after Brandon. I love Regina. I own a place there. I love it's it. It's a great city. It, to me, it's it a feels bad rap. like home as well. It's a bad So rap. I will always break the trip up in Regina and go see everyone I know. So it's like oh, a homecoming. Okay. And then I continue okay. on. That's the only reason the, the drive is okay. 
But I will tell you now that I've done this drive many times because it's 15 hours from my house straight to where uh, I live in Winnipeg or have my house in Winnipeg. What I will tell you is the worst drive on that drive is between Medicine Hat and Calgary when you pass through Brooks, Alberta. And if anyone has passed through Brooks, there is a smell that happens. You cannot get away from it because they've got a plant there. And that's oh. the whole town. That is the worst drive. It's not the one between Winnipeg and Brandon, by the way. Wow. It's yeah. it's worse than to bring this all this this conversation full circle. It's worse than the than the smell on Starjet one when I cut the cheese in the lobby of that hotel. Do you remember that? It almost derailed the Tyler. whole it derailed the whole broadcast almost. Because what happened was How did you remember that gross? <laughs> it was it was one of the great it was one of the what greatest. is wrong with you i remember it it now. is one of the greatest whenever you know that should never be part whenever, of the sentence whenever a man can lay claim to flatulence that completely destroys uh a hotel people, we all left we were all sitting together he cleared it and we stopped talking he had to be the only one talking i'm like i'm not going there you're disgusting <laughs> There, there was the there diet. Was, the the was, diet was done. Yeah, the reason was is because it was a combination. There's dozens of oh, people in the lobby. There's a reason now. Great. Yeah. There's Everybody dozens, gather There's around. dozens of people laughing, gagging, and running at the same time, and and that's a terrible combination of of laughing, gagging, and running. And and I'm trying to stay on the radio, and it almost derailed our broadcast. So it was legendary. I was in. Why I'd be in shock like that with you, because you always did it in the studio. But I was in shock. That was like something I'd never been through before. (laughs) No. And and, and never have been. It was so legendary. The front desk said, we have a plumbing problem. I think something has happened to our plumbing. I think think we've ruptured some kind of pipe. And then it's like, oh, my God, what has happened? Oh, something has washed up on the shore and died. Oh, my God. And then, and, and I'm just standing there, I'm sitting there just trying to stay calm, stay like, trying to be inconspicuous to myself. And, and then, I'm pretty sure you're like, Heather, get back here. Yeah, no, and then you took the off. Right. You're like, Jesus, what is wrong with you? And gone. Yeah. And then Sounds gone like and me. gone and everyone's leaving. And oh yeah, it was, it was pretty. And Tracy, your wife, just like the sweetest soul. She just smiles. She's just like. Yeah, she doesn't do fine. that anymore. See, we've been married for 30 years and now now she she just gets get <laughs> you get the look. I get I get the it's just like, "Oh, you know, I I I don't feel 100% after that burrito ate, I get." <laughs> and then it's squeak. So, sorry, dear. Really I'm sorry, not sorry. watching what you're eating anymore? Oh god, I haven't probably in 10 years. No, 15 yeah, 10 years probably for sure. Yeah, since uh it's oh, been you're lu- we're lucky we don't work together. I'm yeah. like full on. Like, are you I'm, keto? I'd be or... bringing this in. What are you doing? What well, are you... whatever. I'm just all into health eating. It doesn't mean I do it well. It's just like, hey, Ty, look what I found. Oh, this that would be super annoying. Turmeric. What? And you put it in your your I'd... tea. This is. I'd come in in the morning and say, let's get off coffee together. And I'd say, aren't you happy we're not working together? Oh my god, what is wrong with you? What? What? I don't know. Oh no, that would be awful. That would be awful. But you would try it, right? No, what I oregano for colds. I bring that in for you too. Yeah, no, I'd be, 
I'd be notwithstanding. I don't know if you have a medical condition with the alcohol thing, and that's quite possible. Let's pretend. No, let's pretend. Let's pretend you don't. You'd be just. <laughs> you'd be. You'd be taking a sip of that, and all of a sudden, it'd be spit out all over the control room, going, "What the, did you put in here?" It's like you want something for your cold. I'll give you something for your cold. <laughs> yes, that's who I am. I'm totally that person now. Just call me up. <laughs> no, everything's really good over here. I'm. Uh, I'm getting to do different projects, like do things like this with you, which hopefully you don't mind. I'm gonna. But in periodically during your show. Absolutely. Okay. No, just send yeah, me I really a, like this. Send me a DM and and yeah, you know, it, it's an open invitation for you and Amber both that anytime you guys want to come on, we'd uh um oh, somebody asked who was the longest running morning show announcer in Canada? Just a question. Do you know the answer to that? Good morning, Lily. That's a star jetter. Hey Lily. Um I who's don't, the but longest you know what I was running? gonna ask you. How long did you and Amber work together? Well, she knows better than I do because there was uh, two parts to it because she came oh. on the her star jet that she came on. She came back and that was Abby. That was uh, she. Ca- so right. then she took uh, a break to have Abby and then she came back through our promotions department and then she was evenings and then came back into the morning show. It was I kind of a weird. realize that. Yeah. I, that, you know, it's, it's interesting that, uh, that had just, it all just blends together for me. So I can't, yeah. it's been like a decade though, over, over 10 years. Yeah. Over 10 years. So and you and I were together for almost six years. Was it six? I thought it was like four, but it could, yeah, it was, yeah. Well, maybe I I'm getting Regina confused. Well, everything it, blends together. You know what? I didn't, I didn't, I don't have it marked down, but it was like, what? I got in my mind, Amber did like a huge <laughs> tour of duty and Heather was like silver medalist, the tour of duty. And, uh, and, and you two have the best stories because we caused the most trouble, you know, together. It Remember was- we go into shoppers, uh, the shoppers mall. What's it called now? Oh, yeah. No, it's Is still a shopper new... small. It's still a shopper still... small. Oh. The radiothon, and we'd play in the in the for thirty six hours. Yeah. People didn't believe that we were up that. God, I forgot all long. about that. Wow. And then I remember there was this product called Red Bull. Yeah, it was a brand new product it on was. the market. Yep. And uh, Houston's what was his name? Darcy brought. Red Bull to us. I still like run into Darcy constantly. from time to time, and he's got a family now, and it's just awesome. We all just yeah settled. But down. he brought the Red Bull, and I finished off three of them because I was tired, and my stomach was so sore. Oh. I remember thinking, "Oh, this is terrible." And then you read on the label, "You're not supposed to drink that many." Well, and thirty six hours. What were I don't I can't remember what we were thinking, but we were we were raising money you for the United it. Way. It was yes. the United Way. And it uh, it was just a regular radiothon at first, but then it switched to pennies because the people were throwing pennies like in the garbage at that time, and they were going to get rid Wait. of them. And 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 people would call us at the station and say, "Well, I have a jar, and I have a jar," mm-hmm. and it's like, "Well, that's two bucks, and that's five bucks. Well, why don't we just collect them all, and then we'll give them to charity?" And it actually worked for a few years. It worked okay. I loved that. That was fun because we got to meet all those families that were directly impacted by United Way. But at the end of it. We were, it was like being drunk. Oh, yeah. 36 hours is, you get cooked. You really get cooked. It was, it was pretty incredible. Yeah. But the, but the funnest part was playing in the mall when everybody yes. left, including security. And you're locked in, they lock you into the mall. And at that time, they had a fountain. 
They had to, and I remember Kimmer was at the mall and she she comes over and she goes, "Don't don't go in the fountain. Can you do me a favor?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Don't don't go in the fountain, no." And I'm like, "How did you know I was in the fountain?" And she's like, "We have security cameras." And cuz remember I I took my so- I took my socks off. I'm like, "In the fountain. Woo! Look at me playing in the fountain at the mall." And you you have to understand between And we didn't really have social media back then because we, that's something we would have put on social media but it, it it was so long ago that didn't exist sorry you were I saying i remember just sitting there and you were always getting in trouble and i would always be like i'll i'll watch him knowing i had no control just trying to be like it'll be fine no oh, sure. in my head, i like I how that is now it was always go tyler you can do it <laughs> You can do yes. it. Yeah. The innocent Heather. I like how she frames herself. I, well, I sat, sat back and be like, I, I sat, think you should. I sat back and just watch him just, <laughs> just lose control. And he was the crazy the cheerleader man. cheerleader on the side. Yeah. You're like, I don't know why She's he like, does it. Go Tyler. Go Tyler. Go <laughs> do a belly flop in the mall, in the mall fountain. Now, come on. You could do it. Do this, Tyler. <laughs> do this. Like that kid in school. Like that kid. I bet you you could do it. Like. Do a dive. Yeah, it'll, I bet I you did. wouldn't hurt. I would still be that person. And of course, there's me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Walking over to the fountain. <laughs> and and then, then he would look up at me in like this innocent face going, you think I would get in trouble for this? And I'm like, probably not. You're good. See, that now it comes out. Now the truth is, no, you'll, <laughs> you'll be good. And then, and then I get a, yeah, don't, don't go in the fountain anymore. Don't, don't do that. I remember that conversation. Uh, I was so embarrassed. I'm like, I didn't see cameras. I'm like, Heather, did you see cameras? Well, it's a, yeah, it's a mall. That's what he's worried about. It's a mall. <laughs> way, to, way to have my back, Heather, playing in the fountain. God. Yeah. Um, but speaking of social media, do you remember who brought social media into the building the first time? Yeah, absolutely. I remember you, it was Facebook when we w- did the first star jet. It was MySpace. I talked about that earlier. MySpace was the Facebook was just the new kid on the block. Mm-hmm. And MySpace was actually the giant at that time. And you're like, hey, this is Facebook. Look at all this stuff it can do. And I'm like, it's so much more confusing than MySpace. It had so many more <laughs> tools to it. And I'm just like, this is crazy sauce. This is and then it's so, just Well, Greg Crisanti used to do street team for us. Yeah. Big what G. Big G. Yeah, he had a nickname. That was Big his on-air name. G. Yeah, Big G. Yeah, sorry, I keep interrupting. I'm, I apologize. No, it's good. It's just memories. God, Big yeah, stuff G. you just forget. Yeah. So he sent me an invite to my email. And I'm like, what's this? And I download it, and there's just one friend I have, him. And then I still remember when I had only five friends. And he sends me a text. He goes, I want to, I'm sorry, I sent that to your work account. It was supposed to go to just my friends in university. And I'm like, what? Wow. That's all right. I already downloaded it. And then you were like, get off that thing. What's that going to do? I'm like, no, I I think there might be something here. (laughs) Little did we know what it would cause in the future. Well, and yeah, there was about a month where I was like, I don't think that. And then after about a month, I'm like, okay, no, I'm going to get on it and play. And then we'll see. And then I played for a month. I'm like, no, no, this is going to be, I agree. This is going to be. So we, as a show, jumped on it and we both got in a great deal of trouble for doing that. I mean, that's because that was the start of, Hey, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. We want people to put the radio on. We don't want people to be on a computer. And it was just, yeah, it was a, it was silly because 
that was the start of the change. That was a crack. It was. it was a crack in the road that over the next 20 years would just completely continue to widen. You know, well, and you were either in it and you figured out how to make it work for the industry or you lost. Much like everything, you have to be open to change, right? Well, and I'm so, always, I'm so, I have, I have initial, no, I'm not going to do this. This is stupid. And Amber knows that better than anyone because she has a list. Bre- Breaking Bad, which ended up being my favorite show of all time. I drive an Aztec still to this day. Stupid. Oh Brian Cranston is on that show. What was his show? Um, oh, Malcolm in the Middle. It's the oh. Malcolm in the Middle guy. Stupid. And then I got into it. I'm like, okay, I was wrong. Indian food. No. I am not doing I am not doing that. Then she says, fine, I, I'm taking you out for lunch and you're gonna come with me. That's so good. And then I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. And so it And that, here you are on Twitch leading everyone. Well, and Twitch was the same though, because when Don Collins first called, I'm just like, that's a gaming platform. Forget it. I don't think I, <laughs> I'm 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 fine. And then it's like, well, yeah. And then I just gotta jump in the pool and once I get so if if it's always a no, just give me a month. <laughs> Give me a month. I'll remember that. Yeah, do you go. remember the song that I'd always uh, end the hour off? Because we would do morning show and then I'd go into the midday. And so you have to remember, Tyler was my boss on the air. Uh, he would never pull that while we were on the air because he was worse than all of us when it came to acting. I was allowed to be the child. The and and that, that was the rule. It was like, look, you know, we'll deal with that stuff outside of the control room. Cause I never really wanted to. Yeah. Like yeah. it just, I knew that that would put the show in jeopardy. You just, yeah. and I mean, you were just such a true professional in the, in the sense that you were able to, we both did and we both left it at the door and then we just, mm-hmm. got, I, we got to be childish, mainly me. So anyway, sorry, continue. I <laughs> know. Um, so where was I going with that? Oh, so I would do the midday show after eight. So we'd take an hour. I would take an hour break from nine to 10. You'd finish the morning show off. And then I would yeah. go 10 to one or 10 to two or something. There was only one time you came around the corner and you're like, Hey, I'd really like you to stop playing any Kamos. Here comes the hot stuffer. Oh. And you may not remember this, but I would always end my hours. Cause you have to time out in radio. You have to get close. And to you the love the, the song. You, it's, yeah. it's to this day. I bet you it's like on your playlist. Like it's, it is. It, it, and, and that was the thing is just like, you know, it's like, hey, this is a good song. And here comes a hot stepper. Here comes a hot stepper. It, but it's one of those heavy, bur- as you know, and you're a programmer yourself. It's heavy burn because it's here comes a hot stepper. And it's like, wait a second. She's playing it again. And then you can, then you can hear boom, boom, bang, boom, bang. What the fuck? She's dancing. In, she's dancing in there. Yeah. I can hear you. Dan- what are you on the countertop? What the hell? <laughs> Dancing to Emi. Come Kamosa. around the corner and be like, hey, um, yeah. you played that yesterday. <laughs> you notice? <laughs> oh, oh, man, memories. That song now. Now I'm going to hear that song later today. That's how it always works. And then it always, it'll bring a smile to your face. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. Well, this has so, been awesome. Just it's awesome. It's so good. Uh, again, you have an open invitation. I got to round out the show and wrap things up for another day in the first week. Thank you so much for coming on, Heather. It's uh, it, And thanks for staying in touch and uh, still remembering the little people like me and uh, and oh, all the best in your endeavors. And uh, if you ever uh, cross paths with uh, our friend Tucker, you promised me and I will hold you to that if I... 
I need I need to meet him. I need it's okay. I, I, our my, our friend is that deal. a deal? That's it. Now I've got I've got proof. Um, if I ever run into him, I will let you know. I get a phone Congratulations call. with everything. This Thank is so you. cool and so fun, and it's weird that I could do it right from my place. I can't it's believe wild. I got it to work. I'm so I'm so uh, excited that uh, it's so technical. It's crazy. I know. I was like when you said you were doing this, I'm like. Well, yeah, 50 uh, Heather knows Tyler can't get a coffee maker to work properly. <laughs> you did it! Yeah, Woo! I did it! Woo! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then all of a sudden we'll get off, and then people will be like, "Was there no show today?" <laughs> oh my god! What the? F- are you? <laughs> I just want to. I just want to say one more goodbye. Oh God! Oh, let's. Handsome. You know what? Here's the thing. Yeah, have have a fire this weekend, Heather. Have a fire. <laughs> <laughs> get your barbecue it's pork and all get his car oh hurts. god get you. the model oh my store. god go. yeah thanks for just... letting me come on hey thanks heather all my best to your family okay uh give, give my Talk best to your soon. family and and drive carefully i'm like this i'm okay. like i'm like the i'm i'm in super dad mode and it's like drive carefully oh. on that trans canada highway there missy you got it i'm flying back this time oh, okay. next time sure Excellent. All right. We'll talk again soon and I'll probably text you later. Sounds good. Talk okay. to you later. Thanks, Heather. Okay. Bye bye. Heather Prozac, uh, my co-host for she says six. It could it could have been six years. I was a it was a long time. I'm such a lucky guy. Such a lucky guy. Worked with uh some very, very talented people, and they put up with a lot working with this guy, I can tell you. And it was really great to see her on this uh on this Friday. The four reasons new parents shouldn't wait too long to travel with their little ones. The Tyler Glenn Show is the show about food, fun places, and the mayhem of life. And uh, speaking from my own personal experience, there's fewer things that are more rewarding than traveling with your kids when you're able to show them the world, show them, <clears throat> excuse me, different uh, different parts of the planet, whether it be next door to where you are, or getting on an airplane. It is so awesome when you're able to travel with your kids. And there are four reasons why you shouldn't wait to travel with your little ones. Reason number one, babies fly free. So if you've got little ones, maybe you've got kids, maybe you've got grandkids, Make sure you remember, and not everybody knows this, that babies fly free. Children under the age of two can travel for free on domestic flights. If that's an error, someone will correct me, but it's been that way forever. There is one condition. They have to sit on an adult's lap. The little tyke doesn't get their own seat. So that's a big reason. It doesn't get any better than free. Now, that may have changed post-COVID. But again, I, I can all but guarantee that if you've got a child under two and they can sit on your lap for the duration of the flight, um, then that's, that's, that's a great reason why you should jump on an airplane. Uh, reason two of four, family and friends equal babysitters. Yes, you know, when the kids are small and they're adorable, And everyone loves to spend time, the snuggles, the baby smell. Everyone wants to take care of your little child. They can't wait to spend time with them. Oh, I'll watch him for a few hours. I'll watch him for a few hours. 
<sighs> you know what? We would really love to go on a quick vacation. Would you mind, you know, watching them? And the thing is, is that if they're, if those family members are on the other end of your travel, you've got the best of both worlds. What I mean by that is say your parents live in Florida or say they spend the winter in Florida. How awesome is that, that you'll travel with the kids, maybe if they're, and they're, if they're under two, they're flying free, and then you get to Florida, and then they'll watch the kids. Bing, 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 winner, winner, chicken dinner. How awesome is that? Reason number three, time off. Use as much of your maternity and paternity leave time as possible. Before you know it, there's going to be a big scheduling problem that you're going to encounter for the next 12 to 17 years, and it's called school. So when your kids are small, make sure that you get on a vacation with them. And finally, uh, it's called the the, the last reason, the number four of four is called final approach. Don't wait until your child is two or three before you start traveling with them. Kids under two fly free. Many of your family and friends will love babysitting and helping you for a few hours while you get some me time. Use your time off wisely because schedule options are drastically reduced when your kid gets into kindergarten. That said, it isn't as easy as, hey, let's head down to the airport and see grandma and grandpa. There are some mental and physical and equipment preparations that have to be done, and it's not like it isn't a lot of work. But, you know, the one thing that they didn't mention in this article is from the eye of the flyer, um, is that you can get your kids into a travel groove. You know, if, if you've got toddlers that aren't in school yet, but they can learn things and you get them into an airport and they learn to put their stuff in the little bins and you can get them through security, you know, and you do that starting when they're young, travel anxiety doesn't exist because travel anxiety is a thing. I mean, let's be honest. People are nervous around planes. They're nervous around airports. They're nervous around security. And if you can get your kids into a groove at a young age, well, it's just the airport. Now nah, it's just the bin. And I, this is not, this is not foreign to me. This is not new. Then, um, you know, as time goes on and, and hopefully you have the resources to be able to travel again and again and again, and then it just becomes part of their life because travel really truly is one of the beautiful things of life. So, uh, four reasons new parents shouldn't wait too long to travel with their little ones. Um, and finally, our last little bit on this Friday, if you were on the show or with the show earlier this morning, the phone is no longer the champion of the bathroom. It used to be when a man or a woman would use the washroom and have to spend some time in there sitting on the throne thinking about life. There wasn't a lot of thinking going on. You would pass the time with the quintessential newspaper or maybe a magazine or a romance novel, or whatever. It was reading time. We would often joke, it's, I'm going to do some reading. I'm going to the office, right? And then the phone came along, and uh, for the last 10 years, the phone has, and it's disgusting, because we've all heard the, uh, we've all heard the, uh, the poll results or the uh, study results that you, the, your iPhone screen or your smartphone screen is, 
one of the dirtiest places in the world. And it's because we were, I think, hauling it off to the bathroom. It's kind of gross when you think about it. But I digress because the phone is no longer number one. It, the number one, move over, boomers. And this is being led by Gen Z. This is the crazy part. This is young people who have said, no, I'm going to put the phone away. I am going to the bathroom with a pen and paper and a crossword puzzle. Can you believe that? This is out of New York. Studyfinds.com. I'm going to post a link to this on the new website, tylerglennshow.com. A new poll finds that Gen Z now in the washroom is regularly filling out crossword puzzles. They have fallen in love with crossword puzzles. And see, to me, that is something foreign. I am not, I'm not a big crossword puzzle guy. Uh, in fact, only 38% of baby boomers and 15% of millennials dive into crosswords on a regular basis. The biggest reasons people fill these puzzles out are for the challenge, 69%, and then to exercise the brain at 65%. Meanwhile, one in five say it makes them feel smart, and 7% call it a family tradition. But the crossword puzzle, God, it's kind of like record albums coming back. Isn't that crazy? That the one of the hottest things on the planet to do right now is a crossword puzzle. So much so. And this started with things like Wordle and Sudoku. Okay. That now that makes sense. So so the Wordle and Sudoku were like the gateway drug. Ah, now this makes sense. Okay. Family members are the most common people that introduce them to their love of crosswords. 56%. Meanwhile, 14% say their spouse joins in on the fun. On the fun. And this poll says forget the app. Nine and ten want a pencil. And oh, Kathleen says, I love Sudoku too. This is this is shocking to me. I, I was shocked. Maybe, maybe I'm the one that needs to have a a reality check here. But I was also surprised when record albums made a comeback. And I'm like, what? People are buying vinyl again? What's old is new again. Crossword puzzles are the hottest thing on the planet. And don't be surprised when Uncle Bob comes over to visit and he says, I got to use your can. And he's instead of, uh, you know, having a phone in his hand, he's got he's got a, a crossword puzzle magazine under his arm. And, you know, this is good to know. Uh, when it comes to things like Christmas, birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day, whenever you're given a gift, grab one of those crossword puzzle books and give it to somebody. That's going to be trendy. It's it's the hottest thing right now. I can't believe it. Uh, you know, because we live in a world where everything impressive is tech right now. Oh, this is so chat GPT. Oh, it's so amazing. You know, it's everything's tech, tech and more tech. And then all of a sudden. Something comes out that makes you go, what? This is crazy. I will post this uh, again at TylerGlennShow.com. You'll see this later this afternoon, along with details on all the stuff we talked about throughout the week. And uh, I do want to say, once again, a huge thank you to everybody who has reached out um, with text messages and DMs and, um, and, and things to share. 
uh, please stay in touch. If you see something um, that you feel would be great for the show, I appreciate you sending it to me, and uh, we'll do our best to to get it on the show. And um, I appreciate all the support that's that's come in this past week. I can't wait to tell you what's coming Monday when we have our contest to announce. That is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. And then we're going to be able to talk a little bit more about the website because it will uh, it will be live. Kathleen says, blessings to everyone. Thank you for our daily blessing, Kathleen. That is fantastic. That is awesome. Um, whatever you do, get out and enjoy what is set to be a gorgeous weekend, okay? It is going to be nice and warm. I'm going to get out and do some barbecuing. And uh, hopefully we see a little bit of sun. The warm temperatures are a guarantee. The sun uh, is not, but the morning flew by, didn't it? They always fly by. Thank you for being here. The mornings just fly by. They do. Knocked your first week out of the parks, says Quentin. Thank you, Quentin. Thanks for the support. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Be safe above all else. Be safe this weekend, but have lots of fun, okay? Have lots of fun. So we have stories to tell next week on the Tyler Glenn Show, the show about food, fun places, and the mayhem of life. Thank you so much for being a part of it, and we'll see you next week with our new website. Have a good weekend.